It's quarter number two on the Keystone Kickoff Show. Brought to you by the Keystone Sports Network. Get the best Penn State sports news and analysis at KeystoneSportsNetwork.com or download the Keystone Sports app from your smartphone. Welcome back to the Keystone Kickoff Show. It's quarter number two. I'm Jim Galante along with Thomas Frank Carr. T. Frank, this show we're looking at the class of 21 always the forgotten group with the second-year players. And we went through most of the offensive players from that side, from the class of 21. The one guy I overlooked, it's the quarterback, Christian Vayu. I know we talk about quarterbacks so much. This is your chance, though. Tell me about Christian Vayu. Yeah, well, I'm really interested to see, just from his perspective, where he is mentally. Because I mentioned COVID-19 and canceling a lot of senior seasons for these guys. And, and he was one guy that, that uh, a lot of the, the guys from Maryland didn't have a season because the state canceled their, their senior seasons of football. And he's an interesting player coming from Canada to uh, Western New York first and then transferring down into uh, the Maryland area to play his junior season. And then that was it. So how comfortable does he feel, you know, in football? Where is he on the mental dis- uh, process of learning the game at, at, at the most important position and the hardest position? Because you got to know everything. You got to you know run game. You got to know passing game. You got to kind of be an expert, like a, a defensive coordinator to understand what they're trying to do to you. Or at least theoretically you should. Um, how's he, how's, how is all of that? And how has his transition to college been? Um, you know, I, I'm just I want to get to know more of the the mental makeup of Christian Bayou to know kind of what he is a, as a, as a football player because the early returns have been very good but very limited and there's just so much more to learn about a position that that you know I don't think you're ever done learning about. It's fascinating. As long as Sean Clifford stays healthy, we won't learn much more about Bayou at least on the field. Yeah. If Sean Clifford gets nicked up, though. We're going to learn a lot about Christian Vayu. Yep. All right, T. Frank, well, let's go to the defensive side of the ball. And where there were a couple players who burned their um, red shirts last year. And let's start with some defensive backs. Kalen King, we know, uh, burned his red shirt. He was a semi-regular last season. We know we're going to see him. And also, Jalen Reed was the other player on defense who used up his red shirt uh, last year. Let's start with those two players. Yeah, so with with Kalen King, I think we all are pretty aware of Kalen King. Like, even if you're just a a casual Penn State fan, you've seen him play, you've heard the name, you've heard all the accolades. What I think he'll get asked the most about, and I'm just kind of predicting here, and the thing I'm interested a little bit in is um, what happened. So, freshman... Uh, season in spring, James Franklin called him the most prepared freshman ever to come through Penn State, you know, that to be an early enrollee and all of those things. And then he didn't see the field and didn't play. And James Franklin said, like, he should be a guy pushing for special teams playing time. He should be a factor on the third phase. And he's not right now. And then eventually he worked his way onto the offensive side of the ball. So what happened? What was the growing process there like? What did that teach him about, you know, all the storylines and things that that people want to know through, you know, what what I think most journalists do is, you know, telling those stories. And from from a X's and O's standpoint, just, you know, I just want to know more about his, his skill set. You know, what's um, what's the upper ceiling on what he's able to do and what he thinks he's capable of? And it's a very talented and I need to underscore this 
a very talented secondary in the class of 2021. And when I say that there are aspects of this class that can be program changing, he is part of a trio of players at the very least that can do that in the secondary. Well, let's go to the safeties who I think you're referencing. And there's uh, where there's Jalen Reed and Zaki Wheatley who moved over from cornerback. Those two, I imagine, could both be a factor this year. Absolutely. Yeah, I just I just was done writing about um, Zaki Wheatley, about another player that can push for playing time this, this uh, fall. Because just like Kalen King last year in his move to safety, Zaki Wheatley was a standout. He was the he was the guy that was the turnover king for Penn State. So we got the most interceptions, the most turnovers during spring practice. And watching him in the blue white game, I was super impressed. And it wasn't just that he's 6'2, 191 and still looks and plays like a corner. It's the fact that he's so mature. He's so patient. Uh, a lot of so the safeties in Manny Diaz's defense really are just slot corners that play with a deep responsibility. And he's matched up against the number two receiver. So that's the slot receiver. That's a primary inside receiver. And watching him go against uh, Keandre Lambert-Smith and Malik Mega and, and even Caden Saunders, who's a huge athletic threat, the patience he shows not to bite on any double moves, not to bite on any head fakes. He just has such quiet feet. And then he bursts at the football. That is a sort of special trait. Now, if that translates to playing against other players and you know you've always got to play against the guys at Ohio State that are all first round picks like he's gonna have plenty of measuring sticks this year but the early returns for me I'm expecting big things from him uh so he'll he'll share time at that position with with Keaton Ellis and then Jalen Reed is the other safety at the other position a more physical a bigger body which is funny to say seeing as he's shorter but you know he's over 200 pounds already uh and we already saw kind of what he can do he just needed to get bigger and stronger this offseason you know i think he's done that so they've got a very talented uh depth at safety this year and having consistency in the secondary having consistent play there helps you have a more even year-to-year transition of defensive performance because Pass rush can only do so much. Like they are, it's integral. You never want to do either or, but if you have a consistently strong secondary with very talented players, literally you're keeping a lid on the passing attack. You're not letting up big plays. You're getting some turnovers. And then when you get a pass rush, it makes them even better. So, you know, there's this theory of build front to back. Well, you know, the analytics says build back to front because at the very least, if somebody throws a pass, you have the ability to knock the ball away as a corner or a safety. So those players living up to that potential that I just outlined is the next wave of uh, Joey Porter Jr. and uh, Tig Brown and Jai, uh, and uh, and Jaquan Brisker that were so good last year that led to Penn State's best performance in points allowed under Brent Pry. And as a Penn State fan, after losing a couple players to the NFL like Brisker, Tariq Castro-Fields, you still feel good about the defensive backfield, the depth, the incoming players, the returning folks. Uh, place we're very confident in. Place I haven't been so confident in. Uh, T. Frank is at linebacker, and I, I've pointed this out before. Not only did you lose two out of three starters, you also lost Jesse Lucada, who was you know the first man off the bench or off the defensive yeah. end to come in and replace that line. So you lost three out of your top four guys there. 
Mm-hmm. It's going to be up to this class of 21 to fill the holes at linebacker, isn't it? Um, possibly. I, so I go back and forth on that because the only one is Mike linebacker because right now Penn State is running a, a 5-2 defense, right? They're running a, a safety-like player at the SAM position, which in Manny Diaz's defense is called the striker. Uh, 210 pounds. I've seen players uh, that went on to play in the NFL, by the way, that were like 190 pounds at that position. So, and and that was on a very good defense, but it's it's just a different beast. So you've moved Jamari Budden, who is a very talented, very high upside player, who in high school just got so many turnovers. Uh, he is now a will linebacker. He's not the Sam anymore. That's what we saw from the uh, blue white game. So they've condensed their need for linebackers down to just two spots. And it's now down to Tyler Elsden and Kobe King as to who's going to be the starter at Mike Linebacker. Um, and King looked good. He's always looked good. He's 245 pounds. So if Penn State fans are like, or he's 240 now. He dropped a couple pounds. But so Penn State fans are worried about the size of, of players. And they've got one of their biggest Mike Linebackers potentially playing at the position. Um, it was just, there's more to learn there. Uh, there's just more to learn there. He's a smart football player. He's very fluid. Speed is something I wonder about at his size. Um, and then just ev- literally everything else. You know, how do you take to the Mike linebacker position that has to call the defense, quarterback of the defense, you got to understand the front, you got to understand the coverage, you've got to understand where you fit in that as that middle line of defense. So all of those things, that's a lot. And and uh, Tyler Elsden, a older player in the program, he those two are battling it out, um, and we'll see how that lands. But with Budden... I think, uh, given that he's behind the star of the defense, the star of the front seven anyway, in in uh, Curtis Jacobs, I, I wouldn't project a big role for him next year, unless somebody gets hurt. Gotcha. All right. Let's look up front uh, to the line itself. The guys that I have listed as potential from this class, defensive end is Devon Townley, defensive tackles Rodney McGraw, and Jordan Vandenberg. Who's going to make part of the two-deep rotation there, T. Frank? Uh, well, uh, my buddy Jordan Vandenberg, who's a fan of my show, uh, and, and is uh, <laughs> last time I saw him at, uh, at uh, uh, Max Testing Day, I gave him a fist bump, so definitely him. Uh, and it's it. I'm I'm very glad that that's the case because I'm not lying. Like I'm not just making a joke. He's he's going to be a factor at the defensive tackle position. And how Manny Diaz is using defensive tackles is different, I think, than it was previously. Only get to see one game, right? So you get to see the blue white game. But their usage pattern was very different than it was previously, where there was a clear and defined one technique, a traditional four three nose tackle, and then a three technique. I think they're going back to this left and right thing where it depends on the formation. It depends on where you on the field as to who is doing what role, because the role of both is chaos and havoc is to destroy the offensive line through penetration and quickness. And Vandenberg has the ability to do that and has the hands, the strength, the quickness um, and, and the tenacity, like just the ability to play through contact, which is a physical thing. And it's also a mental thing. The other two, I'm not projecting anything for this year. Rodney McGraw was a defensive end in high school. He was a defensive end until this spring. He was moved inside. He needs to he needs to do some growing. He needs to do some learning of the position. And then Devon Townley was a physical prospect that needed kind of the same thing, same seasoning. I didn't quite see what I wanted in the blue white game. And Penn State's getting some five star talent uh, coming in. So to be to be playing like. There are other players that I think will will pass him up, and he as he needs more time 
to marinate and develop. Uh, so I wouldn't expect much of those other guys. And finally, and most importantly, T. Frank, we got a kicker. Sammy, yeah. say hey, Dak. Yes. And also, uh, Gabe Nwosu, the the 275-pound punter, is uh, is considered part of the class as well. And I want to shout out Dominic DeLuca, the linebacker as well, who is, he's the backup to Jonathan Sutherland right now and got like 18 interceptions during the blue-white game. <laughs> I don't know what to do with that information. Like, I, I, be, I believe he's a non-scholarship player. So uh, he did, he, he made hay while the sun is shining. Will he see the field next year? I don't really know. But he didn't look bad, uh, so you know it'll be interesting what he does. And then, yes, what I'm doing is filibustering because I don't know anything about kickers and punters. Uh, so you know they're important, and one of them needs to be good. I'll tell you what, I'm rooting for the 270 pound punter just because I want to see that. Right. That is it. That is it, T. Frank, for quarter number two. Stick around, quarter number three. We've got your questions, and we're gonna ask T. Frank. This is Jen from Collegiate Athletic Travel. We've been offering travel to the biggest Penn State games for over 50 years. This fall, we continue that tradition in partnership with Keystone Sports Network with a trip to the Penn State Auburn game. Join us for charter flight, staying at the team hotel, transportation to and from the game, and even a great tailgate party at the stadium are included. For more information, go to athletictravel.com or call 1-800-788-4414. See you there. In his book, Why Penn State, author Greg Woodman takes readers on a trip back in time to Happy Valley in the 1980s, a unique era of gridiron success and rapid expansion that gave our university its modern identity. Whether you're traveling down memory lane or discovering old states past for the first time, this compilation of rare photos, original essays, and exclusive interviews helps you explore the why behind We Are. Start your journey today. Order online at whypennstate.com. <laughs> 